Be encouraged, friends. God is on the throne. Good morning, Christian America. I want to spend a few minutes this Friday to talk to you briefly about being encouraged in your life. No matter what's going on, there are trials, there are challenges, there are tribulations, there are obstacles. They come from a variety of directions and from a variety of different people. But we should not be discouraged because we know that God is on the throne. So no matter what's going on in your life, we need to look towards him. What has he provided you today? Where, where has he put you today so that you can make a difference in bringing, bringing about his will? Let's get into that this morning. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. Thank you very much for all of you who support this mission, all of you who support this community, all of you who support this effort, the revitalization of the Christian faith across this nation. It's extremely important, man. We'd ask that you, um, that you subscribe to this YouTube channel. We ask that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and Parler and Rumble and all the social media platforms. Subscribe to this audio-only podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or uh, Spotify or any other podcast platforms that are out there. Without you, there is no us. This organization is for Christian Americans by Christian Americans. We recognize the need to grow our faith in this in this country. Without the faith. We're lost. Without God, we are sheep. Jesus tells us that, that we are sheep. And just like sheep, we have nowhere to go. We, we simply roam and that, that all that roaming leads us lost. And, and being lost in the world brings about a bunch of challenges, a, a bunch of craziness that I think we're witnessing. You got to be blind not to witness uh, that's it's taking place in this world today, in this country today. That's why being a part of the Christian American revitalization effort is, is extremely important. And again, we don't ask for donations. We want your participation. We don't, there, you can't donate to this organization and, and you, you'll probably never be able to donate to this organization. We seek your participation. We seek your involvement. We seek your comments. We seek your shares. We seek, you know, th this is on social media. This is on uh, online. And so it's very simple to participate. You just comment on what you think, uh, um, you know, these, the, the, these videos and this content, um, how it, what it means to you, what value, if any, it provides to you, where you think that you want to go, what more you want to, you want, you want us to delve into. We, we seek three things, one to inspire, to inform and to educate. And those three things, um, are for you. It's so that we collectively can go out into the world and make believers, make disciples of all nations because God commands us that. It's for you so that you can be informed on what's happening in your community, what's going on, the good and the bad and the ugly, so that you can stand for the good and you can fight against the bad. And then we, we seek to educate, to, to educate, and to educate comes with Scripture. It's more than education. We, we tried to provide an education, but this here, this here is wisdom. Wisdom is greater than knowledge. Knowledge is greater than information, and information is greater than education, right? So be, have access to the wisdom that God provides us. You can only find that. You can only do that in Scripture. And so we bring to you Scripture. We bring to you lessons of Scripture so that you can turn around and take it into your community, into your family, into your, uh, to your part of the world so that we can build this Christian American 
rebuild, should I say, this Christian American uh, value system that we've had, this Judeo-Christian value system that we've traditionally held on to here in this country. And it's, it's, it's extremely important. And we thank you for your involvement. We thank you for everything that you do. You could also go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. You can, um, you can support that way. Again, uh, there is no place to donate, though. So good morning. Good morning this Friday. Um, as you get ready to get into your weekend, we just want to talk to you briefly about being encouraged. Hopefully you can feel the encouragement. Hopefully you can sense the urgency in my voice because right now I'm pretty encouraged. And, and, and it's not easy to be encouraged because everybody has their own struggles. Everybody has their own obstacles. Everybody has the things that they have to go through that only, know, only they know that they deal with. No one is unique or should I say everyone is unique in that and no one is unique enough that they don't have to deal with struggle. So we all deal with struggle, but we have to recognize that God is on the throne. God is controlling everything. God's plan is already written in our lives. We just have to walk the walk. We just have to have the faith. We just have to follow his commands and his direction that he asks us to, that he commands us to. We find these things in scripture. There are a bunch of action words and, and sometimes, you know, I have, uh, debate is the wrong word. We have, I have conversations over, over some of the, uh, of the ways to inherit eternal life. Uh, and many times, you know, they're, they're, the, the conversation takes place on, on the idea of faith versus the idea of works. Uh, and then these two things aren't unique to this day and this day and age. This is a this is a conversation that they've had, that the church has had since the book of Acts was written, since the 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 epistles and the letter of of Paul and James and Peter were ever written. These these are conversations that are based uh, that go back that far, because they were debating it as well. And when we listen to Scripture, when we listen to the apostles, when we listen to God. Faith is how you are saved. Your faith is how you are saved. Paul makes no, no mistakes about that. He says faith is how you are saved. Not, so that you may not boast in your own self, in your own righteousness. But only the faith that you have in Christ leads you to salvation. But what also does Scripture say? Scripture says that faith without works is dead. Paul says that we are we, through faith we are saved, but that we are God's handiwork created in, for the works in advance that he would have for us in Ephesians 2. So what does that mean? That, mean, that means that yes, we are saved with our faith, through our faith, but that faith, that true faith should get us moving. That true faith should get us interacting with the world. That true faith should lead to things. It should be a seed that something beautiful grows from. Jesus says that, they, that you would know them by their fruits. That's what he's talking about. You can have faith, absolutely, and your faith will save you. Your faith can lead you to salvation. But if you have true faith, you would be excited enough, you would be encouraged enough to make your way into this world and spread the good news, spread the gospel. And to help people, to be generous, to lift up those who are lowly, who have fallen, who have, are down on themselves, who are down on their lives. 
And if you are one of those people who are down on your lives, I ask you to be courage today. Be courage because God is on the throne. He controls the world. He controls everything. He's, he's planted you exactly where he wants you. He has put you at the exact moment in time that he wanted to put you. Now you have to ask yourself, you have to think, and you have to ponder, you have to pray to him, what is that? And it's, it, yeah, I, I know it's easy to talk about when, when you're not the one going through things. I would tell you, friends, that the reason I'm talking about this today is because I've recently, and I'll get personal here, which I very rarely do, but I, I've recently um, acquired some news that we're going to have a, a huge change in, in, in my job. And, and the fam and my and my life and the life of my family and I started to stress about it I started to worry about it I started to get nervous about it I started to you know have anxiety over it because when those thoughts take hold and you know what thoughts I'm talking about it can be difficult it can be difficult it can be almost paralyzing but my wonderful wife came to me and she said as we uh, she she said to me Whose plan is it? Is it your plan or is it God's plan? And, and, and I humbly said it, it's, it's God's plan. Whose plan do you want to follow? God's plan or your plan? And I said, well, God's plan. So what are you worried about? And it's something as simple as that. It can be tough to hear, especially when you've been worrying for days. That you've been worrying for nothing. Why worry? Why worry? Because looking back at scripture, what does Jesus say? What does worrying do? Can worrying add a single hour to your life? A single day to your life? A single second to your life? A single year to your life? Can What does worrying do? Worrying does nothing. We have to be encouraged in our faith. We have to live our faith. We have to take on those action words that God, that, that God tells us, that Jesus provides us to follow him, to pick up our cross, to carry our cross, to make believers of nations, to be encouraged, to have faith. Those are all, those are verbs. Those are action words. We must do those things. We, we can fall into the trap of believing or thinking or even, you know, living out this, your life in, with the idea that your life revolves around you. And if your life revolves around you, or at least if you think that your life revolves around you, I'd ask you to reconsider that. Because our lives revolve around God. And so I can stress over my future. I can stress over the future of my family. I can stress over bills or I can stress over opportunities. I can stress over a whole bunch of things. So can you. And you probably have because I have. But it's in those times of worry. It's in those times of despair. In those times of desperation. In those times of fear. It's in those roughest times that we need to turn back to God. That we need to put everything aside 
and pick up the Bible. We need to put everything aside and get on our knees. We need to put everything aside and we need to put our hands together. We need to put everything aside and ask for God's grace and his mercy and and provide him thanks for where we are and ask him for guidance. Ask him for direction. And be encouraged because he made you and he put you exactly where you are for an exact reason and it's not your reason and you'll never know that reason and no one will ever know that reason so if anyone ever tells you that they know their reason they're lying to you because no one knows but God and that's where our faith comes in that's where being a Christian comes in that is where we let go of the world and the worries and the trappings and the anxieties and the, and the and depression of the world. And we give it to God. We give it up to him. So this Friday, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to rejoice in the day that the Lord has made. Not because I said so, but because scripture says so. Because the Psalms say so. Because Jesus says so. Bring your burdens to me. And take on my yoke. My yoke is light. Let us do that. There's a lot of problems in the world today. There's a lot of stressors in the world today. There's a lot of, a lot of reasons that if you didn't believe in God that you should despair. But that's not us. We believe in God. We believe in his righteousness. We seek him first in our lives. And if we do that, then we should be encouraged because we are exactly where he wants us at the exact time that he wants us, fitted and trained and prepared for the exact mission that he wants for us. And if you believe that, friends, there's nothing that limits you. Because with God, there is no limitation. Because with God, all things are possible. It's only when we get rid of God. It's only when we turn our backs on God. It's only, it's only when, we, when we are so full of pride that we think we don't need God is when these times of trial and, tr- and struggle come to us. So friends, I'd, I'd ask you today to be encouraged. God sits on the throne. God sits on the throne and he's watching over us. He loves us. Just like if you're a parent, just like you love your children, he loves us. And he's smiling down at us. He's asking us not to be in despair, not to be in depression, not to be full of anxiety and worry and stress, but to recognize his power and his authority and to trust in him. It's a trust issue. Trust in the Lord. If you trust in the Lord, these worries will dissipate. It's easier said than done. I know. But we have to work on it. You have to get there. Your life is going to be much smoother. It's going to make much more sense. Every aspect, every day, every word, every action, 
every interaction, every time you meet someone, every time you go to the store, every time you're behind the wheel of the car, every time you see someone from a distance, everything God directs. He's directing us. Listen to him. Follow him. Pick up your cross and follow him. And so again, if you like messages like this, if you get value out of this, out of, out of videos and content like this, I'd ask for you to, to share this video on your social media platforms. Share it with your friends. Share it with your families. Pick up scripture. Talk to your friends and your colleagues and your, and your students and your, uh, your, your fellow you know, uh, uh, employers, employees. Whoever it is that you interact with today, bring them the message of Christ. Even if you have to speak about it. You can live your faith without ever speaking about it. But if you have to speak about it, then speak on the truth. That God is alive and well in your heart. In the heart of his children. And so with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, we're going to continue down the journey uh, through the gospel of Mark chapter 10. We're going to be talking about the rich young man. You're not going to want to miss that. That, that video, that's going to be Monday morning. But until then, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. And good morning, Christian America.